Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. In my last episode, I shared a message about humility from James chapter 4. And I emphasized in chapter 4, verse 7, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And this is important because the devil is always is always around every place we go trying to trip us up. He roams like a roaring lion ready to devour anyone he chooses. But the Lord is also there. The Lord is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So as we learn the lesson that Jesus taught us in the wilderness when he was being tempted by the devil. And you've heard my message on God test, Satan tempts. And our flesh also tempts us as well, our sin nature. But the whole point here is we need to really take time to submit to God. Submit to God in your education. Submit to God in your business. Submit to God with everything that you do. Submit to God. Resist the devil because he will say things to you like, you're no good or you're a liar. He will make noises. Use people to trip you up. But you know that's what he's doing. The devil came to Jesus in the wilderness to trip him up. But Jesus submitted to the Father. So I want to say, submit to God. Resist the devil. And he will definitely flee from you. Now in chapter 5 of James, we read starting in verse 1. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Verse 3. Your gold and silver are corroded, and their corrosion will be a witness against you, and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Indeed, verse 4. The wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, cry out. And the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of the Sabbath. Now back in the day, giving you a perspective, there were landowners who were very oppressive. And they just loved their money. They they trusted their riches. And... Most of the literature, even back then, were addressing uh, greedy landowners, greedy, wealthy people who had money. Uh, Even Jesus himself, uh, in Luke 6, verse 24, talked about wealthy people and how they would oppress other people. And he said, be careful about that. He even said it would be hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. So wealth is often measured in terms of nice clothes, the foods you eat, the restaurants you go to. Uh, investments like precious metals, gold and silver. All these things are corruptible, my friends. Listen to me. They're corruptible. 
And they indicate uh, the, this wealth accomplishment. They, it indicates that if you put your trust in it, you, you really rely on it, you've made it your God. It's idolatry. But these things do corrode. They do fade away. So even James is saying that we need to be mindful that in these last days that everything we have can be taken away. And it is harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Now when he talks about the the landowners who, you know, would have to pay uh, the field laborers who are working for them, uh, they usually got paid at the end of the day. We don't get paid at the end of the day. We get paid every two weeks. Some some people get paid, you know, once a week or, you know, whatever your contract or your wage agreement is, that's how you get paid. But back in that day, you started in the morning, ended before the sun went down, and you're supposed to get paid at the end of the day. And the Bible says not to withhold owing or paying those who work for you. So even James is now getting into the same message, and he's saying, be careful. Because God hears the cries of those who are being cheated. God hears the cries when you withhold your blessing upon people because of what they deserve to get from you. Look, as a business owner myself, I really take it very seriously to ensure everyone gets paid. There are times where, as an owner, I don't get paid. I, w- I would rather pay my people than take a paycheck. And the record shows that in my businesses over the years. Yes, praise God, I, I do get paid. <laughs> praise God, that helps me keep <laughs> myself and my family you know, taken care of. But the whole point here is I pay my people. But there were people who were greedy back in those days, as what the Bible is talking about, that withheld the money that's due to that laborer, that, that field worker, that shepherd. You're supposed to pay them. At the end of their day, pay them what's due. But the landowners were greedy. They wanted to steal and take uh, what they thought is theirs. They didn't want to pay the hard work that those employees gave them. So I want you to understand that if you are blessed, listen to me. I know some people get offended. They think they hear a message and, and, and it's, it's directed at them. It's not. This is for everybody. So if you're going to take a message that you're listening to, just say, Lord God, teach me, convict me, hold me accountable. You are blessed because God gave you a job. You are blessed because God gave you a business. But if you have people working for you, you are you, you are the supervisor. You're the boss. You have people that work for you. Give them what they deserve. Recognize them. Appreciate them. Reward them for their work. You will be blessed in return. Because when they cry out, when they cry out because you've been oppressive, the Lord will hear their cries and He will deal with you. The cries have reached the Lord's ears and he will deal with you. So I want everyone to take a moment and look at your position in life. And say, Lord, am I taking care of the people 
you have put under my purview? Am I taking care of those, my family included? Taking care of your children, you got to provide for them. Take care of your employees, you got to provide for them. Don't be the rich or blessed oppressive owner who fails to pay your people what they deserve. Because they have families too. So these are important truths to learn so that you can apply this in your life. So let me close with this for a second. Let me just close with this and we'll go on to another topic in the book of James. But here's what I wanted to share. When he starts off in verse 1 in chapter 5, Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Now, what that means, and this gets into the series that's coming up very soon, and I hope and pray that you will take the messages that are coming. Uh, the title, okay, the title could be, you know, God versus Mammon. That's kind of like my working title. A lot of studies and looking at why people worship the God of money versus the God of heaven. You're going to want to hear that message on sharing the word. Also be doing some video take fives on that as well, but sharing the word is going to be the main study of that particular um, lesson. But here's what James is telling me in closing. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. What he's giving the warning, just like Jesus gave the warnings to the rich too. Just like the rich young ruler. You know, oh, I, I go to church. I, I follow your commandments. And, and, and Jesus goes, okay, really? Then sell everything you have and come follow me. And, and the rich person went away crying. So when he says, come now, you rich, weep and howl, it's the same thing. And I'm going to say this for you. Don't trust in your money. I don't. Don't trust in your money. I gave a testimony many uh, sermons ago, if you will, messages ago, that I had four restaurants. I had to close three of them. But the Lord told me to list them to sell them. And I was like, wow. We weren't making money because of the nature of what was going on during that time. Economically or business-wise, it wasn't a money-making venture, but here's the whole point. Many others who own businesses sold or closed or just lost their business completely, and they were, they were crying out. They were howling because they lost their income. They were howling and crying and weeping because they lost their income. To me, it felt like I just... I guess I disappointed God. I guess it's my fault. But the Lord just gave me direction on what to do. We had to sell our assets to get out of debt and things of that nature. But you always continue. This is the lesson I learned. To give God his first fruits. If you give God his first fruits, I preached on this. You got to go listen to sharing the word series on, on giving God his first fruits. That's what we had to do. My wife and I, we, we prayed about it. We said, Lord, we can't afford to stay open, but we're going to give you our first fruits. And we got through that wilderness journey because I didn't put my trust in the riches or the promise of riches that come with being a business owner with a, a chain, if you will. But I trusted God. God brought us through that, my friends. But there are many today who put trust and the monies they're getting. Because you got a great paycheck, that's great. You're good for you. 
You got a job, great. You own a business, great. You got promoted, that's great. Take the monies that God has given you and return it back to God. Listen to me. Return whatever portion back to God. First fruits, please. First fruits. But remember, don't trust in your money. This is what James James is saying. Jesus said this in Luke chapter 6. Do not trust in money. It will fade away. It will go away. Learn the lesson. Listen to my series coming up soon on God versus Mammon. Thank you for listening to Sharing the Word on the book of James, chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Word. Join me again as we discuss Bible topics that will help you live a victorious life through Jesus Christ.